0: what is up guys and welcome back to another episode of official visit the podcast about college baseball recruiting by players for players real quick huge shout out again to our guys over at hyped apparel if you guys haven't checked them out yet go check them out hypedapparel.com awesome athletic gear yoga gear whatever gear that you want to sweat in they've got for you
1: Today's guest, we have Kyle Sobrano, who goes to uh, Illinois State University, but he has he's had quite the journey. Um, he went to Sacred Heart Cathedral High School in San Francisco, uh, my high school rival, before walking on at UOP, University of Pacific. Uh, he went on to transfer to College of the Canyons before then transferring on to Illinois State. Um, but yeah, guys, I, I've known Kyle since it was crazy connecting with him again known as in sixth grade played against him in high school you know he, he's smaller kid but the dude can ball um and, and and super happy that he's found such a great fit at illinois state
0: and guys this this interview has a little bit of everything um if if you're thinking of walking on if you think you're committing too late um or if you're in the transfer process it has a little bit of everything. So. Hope you guys enjoy this interview. Please, if you like it, subscribe to us. Uh, check us out on our social medias, on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, and check all out our, our website. We, uh, we're we putting out a lot of blog posts lately with uh, a lot of great content there if you don't have time to check out all of our episodes. So, um, so let's go.
1: Kyle, thanks so much for coming on, man. How you doing?
2: Doing good, of course. Thanks for having me.
1: Of course, of course. So we'll, uh, I don't know why I say anything different. We always start in (laughs) high school, obviously. Um, So you went to Sacred Heart Cathedral High School, uh, my rival. Um, Go outside, baby. But when did you first start thinking about college baseball?
2: So it was always a dream of mine to play in college. My dream school is actually Stanford. And then I realized how hard it was to get into the school. (laughs) Went out the window real quickly, but I mean, I've always had the dream of playing baseball as long as I can because I just fell in love with the game at a young age. And um, yeah, my dad always said, like, try to get your school paid for. Like, that's a big thing. You could get an education while playing. And that was a big thing for me.
0: And when, when you were kind of starting out that process, because Stanford was was your dream school, right? So were you more academically driven to a school or was it just because you're from, from the Bay Area, Stanford is the school to go to, like kind of what shaped your interest in, in different schools
2: in high school? I'd say academics was definitely um, the first thing. My family is very academic oriented and um, yeah, school definitely had to come first for my
1: family and me. Gotcha. And, um, Kyle, so you go to UOP as a walk-on, correct? Correct. At a a high school. Um, kind of just want to get into that. Um, I mean, what is that, what was that process like in terms of you go as a walk-on did you have conversations with the coaches there before you went? Um, and yeah, just kind of, what what's it like as a walk-on? So I actually
2: like never talked to a college coach until like junior college, which was three years into my college career. And I was choosing between Oregon and UOP for just school. And I decided to go to UOP because it gave me a lot of academic money. So it was a little more affordable than Oregon. And I didn't want to deal with the rain too and all that. So, um, I actually was playing for the Cali Warriors and, um, I was on the silver team and they have the gold team and I was playing well for the silver team and they need the gold team needed players one day. So Noah asked me like, Hey, can you fill in for the gold team at UOP? And so I go out there, I played pretty good. And then after the game, I go to return my Jersey and he's like, no, just keep it. Like you could play for both teams. So I ended up playing for the scout team too and had a pretty good summer. And Noah at the end of the summer was like, hey, do you want to try to walk on at UOP? And I said, yeah, I mean, might as well. I'm already going there for school. You know what I mean? So might as well try. And, yeah, that's basically how I got it.
1: Yeah. And for the listeners, uh, we were talking about Noah Jackson, um, who founded uh, the Cali Warriors, the first base foundation. Um, Team I played for, team Kyle played for here in the Bay Area, and they do a lot of really good things. Um, Just trying to get people, high school kids, to play ball um and providing scholarships because I mean it's the whole point of this podcast right it gets a little expensive trying to go all these showcases and stuff um so absolutely love what they're doing but um Kyle what what were you looking what else were you looking for out of high school you just said you're looking for an academic school you were looking for something affordable I mean but as soon as Noah said that did you did things change a little bit for you in terms of, like, you know, maybe I'm not just going to school for school and for academics, but, like, I could actually do this? Did him reaching out to you and saying that really change yeah, what you thought about it?
2: Yeah, he told me um, there were, like, three roster spots and there were, like, six guys going for it. And I said, well, I have a 50% chance of getting that. So <laughs> kind of put putting a lot of work that summer for sure. I mean, that's when I really started like lifting was that summer for, for myself and to like mature physically. And cause I was like five, seven, like a buck 50, like out of high school. So I had to get more physical and yeah. So basically put in a lot of work and yeah, thankfully it all worked out.
0: I want to, I want to go back to what you said a little while ago. Uh, you said you hadn't talked to a college coach till your junior year of college. Um and we're sitting here talking about you were you were going to go to school either UOP or Oregon and you're like I'm going to walk on there. What went into that thought process? Um because I mean we we might have some listeners who haven't committed, haven't talked to a college coach, haven't gone to a showcase, whatever it may be. Um and we're not we're not talking about walking on some lower level schools. These are some very uh Competitive division one schools so I mean what was your mindset like talking like thinking about walking on here?
2: Um, I mean just do the little things right honestly like show up on time or like show up early, get your early work in like show them that like you want to work like you will put in the work basically and you know I caught a couple breaks for sure so I was actually supposed to gray shirt that year like, Three days before our season started, um, I had a meeting with Mike, Mike and Noah, our coaches, and they said like hey, you're gonna gray shirt, and I was like, all right, like, at this point, anything is a plus. I'm not even supposed to be here, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't even supposed to be playing college baseball. And our second baseman was also a freshman. He actually transferred to Delta like the day before season, and um, after we had a team meeting. And they said to everyone, like, hey, the whole roster is going to San Diego State because that's where we're opening our season up. And then after the meeting, they're like, hey, Soberano meeting right now. I'm like, okay, like, what did I do wrong now? Like, I don't know what's going <laughs> on. Like, I'm kind of freaking out. And they go, hey, you made the roster. And I was like, well, shit. I mean, cool. Like, <laughs> like, sick. I mean, I did not really know what to say. But, um, yeah, I was kind of – That was the most wild, like arguably the most wild week of my life. Like
1: that, like 72 hours was just insane. Just the up and downs of it. Um, Can you, Kyle, can you explain real quick to listeners um, what the gray shirt is? Something they probably have heard less than a red shirt. So
2: a gray shirt is basically like you could practice up to the first game. And then from that point, through the rest of the season, you have to do everything on your own. Like you can't practice with the team. So you kind of got cut kind of, but like they want you to come back and try again next year basically. But yeah, essentially that's it.
0: Gotcha. So did that two, I guess there's two questions here. One, when did they start talking to you about, uh, that they were going, that they were planning on gray shirting you one, but two, what was that first fall like? Um, cause we, we've talked about in a couple podcasts, how difficult that first fall is for a player that, that knows they have a roster spot, right? Like, so what, what was that process like? And also how difficult was that process? That first fall on campus trying to walk on.
2: So, I mean, they told me I was gonna gray shirt probably, uh, after my exit meeting in the fall, they're like, you're probably in a gray shirt and kind of had that idea in my head. Like, in the spring, like, I'm just going out there with, like, nothing to lose pretty much. Like, gotcha. I'm playing with house money. And in the fall, I mean, that first fall, man, oh, my God. The speed of, like, everything was so fast. I was just trying to keep up at that point, just keep my head above the water. I mean, the speed of, like, the game, honestly, was the biggest thing. Like, everything was so fast. Like, we're doing so much stuff in, like, 10 minutes. I'm, like, just trying to figure out what's going on, like it was really tough. And then just like getting a lot of my stuff off the field together too. It's kind of tough just because being on campus, like and on my own for the first time was kind of hard. And I mean, yeah, that fall is kind of brutal. Not going to lie.
1: Yeah. Kyle, that's, I mean, that's something we always talk about here. Um, like Jared said, we talk about it with guys who know that they're going there and know they have a spot on the team and it's still like, I don't know what's happening. That's something we both felt. And honestly, that everyone that we've talked to has felt. So, Kyle, how did College of the Canyons come into the picture? I mean, when did you think about, hey, I want to, you know, I want to transfer out of UOP and and just try out another program, basically?
2: So, um, I was looking to transfer, like, that summer, honestly. But, I mean... I hit up, I honestly hit up Chapman, like Chapman <laughs> schools. I hit up and I said, No, like, we don't have room for you.
0: Go Panthers, baby.
2: Yeah. They're like, Yeah, we don't have room. I hit up, a, I don't remember most of the schools, but a lot of them didn't like, didn't want me pretty much. So I came back to UOP for my sophomore year and um, I had a decent fall. And then I was working out second day of winter break. Uh, I was a lifting and I broke my finger. And it put me out until the week before the season, pretty much, in the spring. And obviously, when you haven't played for a couple of months, it's not all going to be there. So um, we got a new coaching staff that year. And I got cut the day before season. I got cut on Valentine's Day 2018. And, um, yeah, that was basically my decision to leave.
0: Do, do you think that since a new staff came in um, – you had a little bit tighter of a leash, so to say. I mean, just because they, they hadn't really known you before the finger injury. So do you think that also played a part into kind of a shorter leash?
2: Yeah, 100%. Um, I th- Yeah, you have to prove yourself. Everyone starts from scratch with the new staff. And um, I basically just got outplayed that last week. Like, I just got outplayed. Someone took my roster spot and... So when I got cut, um, I basically called my summer coach from the summer before I played down in LA. Shout out to George Vernell, great dude. But um, I called him and then he gave me three JUCOs and COC is one of them. And I went to visit them around, I think, spring break. I want to say that semester. Went mm-hmm. to go visit the three JUCOs and um, yeah, made my decision to go to Canyon. So
1: yeah. Hey, guys, quick pause right here. I want to give a shout out to our guy, Coop at Chin Music Designs. Guys, Coop sent me a couple custom uh, bat knob decals a couple months back uh, after I went to Instructs. And guys, these this stuff's a real deal. Um, fully customizable bat decals. You can get whatever you want. You can get your team logo. You can get your number. Literally whatever you want. Coop can print it out for you. Uh, Go check out Chin Music Designs. We got a discount code in the episode description. Chin Music, your bat, your story. Now back to the interview. All right, before we get into Canyons, I I do want to ask this um, or kind of bring this point up because we haven't heard it in a while. Um, We heard it with our very first episode with Bryce Willits, um, and he talked about how Well, he didn't talk about it, but we brought up the idea of, you know, he transferred to UC Santa Barbara after like massive coaching changes at St. Mary's. Um, And I think that brings in the idea of, especially for you, Kyle, like Noah, Noah was your, your guy, like he was your way in. He was the one who gave you the shot. So anytime, I think this kind of goes for any situation, anytime that, you know, you start to lose the relationships you had, that initially started at the school, like that's kind of a big deal, regardless of where you're at. Right. Um, and and it just doesn't feel the same because the reality is that a lot of coaches that come in, they're going to want to start with their guys. You hear it all the time. Like you hear it with all those big, like football schools of, Hey, like this coach just came in, he didn't have a great year. Give him some time to bring in his guys. Right. Um, so just that idea of, of the relationships change, um, And I think that's a fascinating thing to to talk about and and to hear about. Um, So, yeah, just just want to bring that up. But yeah, let's go into College of the Canyons. Um, I mean, what was it specifically about College of the Canyons that you were like, yeah, let's do it. And did you think about the success they had in getting guys to the next level when you were making your decision of who? or which JC you're going to go to?
2: Yeah, so um, Canyons was just a great fit, I felt like, for me at the time. And it's a hitter's ballpark, like, ball flies there, so it's kind of hard to turn that down. They have (laughs) arguably the nicest campus, like, for JUCOs in probably the state. Like, that campus is beautiful. They film commercials there all the time. And so it was kind of hard to say no to that. And, I mean, when I went to visit, it was a pretty – Relaxed like environment. I didn't want to go somewhere where like everything was like pretty stuck up, pretty much. Right. Too serious. Like I wanted to have fun. Like be relaxed. I feel like I play my best when I'm relaxed. So like, I felt like it was a great fit.
0: And so, just like we talked about with high school, um, again we talked about you weren't really too deep in the recruiting process out of high school like the traditional recruiting process. So how did that change after, or after you'd gone to junior college and knowing that you wanted to get to the next level again?
2: So um, we had a decent year, like as a Juco. So we had two, we had a UCLA bounce back and he was our ace and he was bringing in scouts, schools and everyone. And two starts in, he tears his UCL and no no one's coming to our games after (laughs) i swear we get lucky to get a coach like it would have to be a guy on the other team was like a stud and like a coach would be there so it was kind of hard like during the year i got one offer in the fall from oklahoma baptist and that was the only offer i got in juca like i got recruited
1: basically through summer ball that summer so yeah let's, let's go on a summer ball then. <laughs> where'd you, where'd you play? And, um and, you know, I going into how you ended up at Illinois state, um, you know, how'd that, how that start? So uh, the coach
2: that got me to Canyons, um, I played for him again, that would be year three for me. That was my mm-hmm. third summer playing for him. And um, I, he was a scout for the pirates and the Mets, I think. and, was well connected and we, our team is a bunch of good Juco players in SoCal pretty much. We're a bunch of like gritty Juco guys. And, um, so a lot of schools were coming out for like our first baseman was like all state for Juco and he wasn't committed yet. We had, um, a left-handed pitcher that was like up to 90 solid. He, so he needed this school too. So schools were coming out for them and a bunch of my other teammates. So, um, I played well that summer. That was like the year of my life. Like, honestly, I almost doubled my hit total from Juco in like two months. Like I don't know (laughs) what was going on. Like it was just an unreal summer. And I got offered from CSUN, Pepperdine, Fullerton gave me a walk on. That's like, I had to turn them down on the spot. It was kind of messed up, but, um, I had to turn them down and then, Illinois State was the fourth, and it was between CSUN and Illinois State, and I mean, I already spent enough time in California, and my family's from out here in the Midwest, so I was like, you know, it's time for a new scenery, a new environment, time to challenge myself, like, being so far away from home, and yeah, so came to Illinois State.
0: Dude, I love, I love Um, this story. Yeah. I love this story, Um, because it's it's not traditional right like it's you it just seems like you were in the right place and performed in front of the right people um and also I, I love the fact that you took a chance right you took a chance at uop you took a chance at canyons and you took a chance playing summer ball and got seen and we're not talking about like little schools that you had the option of going to, right? I mean, you you played your ass off to get to the position that you're in, and like even talking about the decision to go to Illinois State, I I love that too. It's like, yeah. oh well, I've been in California too long. Let's go, let's go back back to the roots, back to the Midwest. I love that. Um, but but I mean was that the only not the only but that was like was that the major driving force in your decision to go to Illinois state was it mostly all right let's maybe mix it up let's get out of california i mean uh was how much did you really weigh baseball we already talked about academics but how much did that play a factor um and even maybe even cost
2: yeah so um i wanted to go to pepperdine like really bad <laughs> they didn't throw me any money whatsoever and when the coach called me he's like can you play for free I said how much is tuition and he said 75,000 I said I can't afford that like I already took out a loan at UOP I'm not going through that process again like I'm just digging myself in a deeper hole at that point and mm-hmm. um, so I was choosing between CSUN and Illinois State and I knew CSUN just got a new staff and I knew they were going to would possibly over recruit like that is definitely an option for season even though it's the most affordable like in-state tuition but um the coaches here at illinois state told me like hey like you're here you're here we don't over recruit like you are on the roster and i was like well if i'm gonna be guaranteed like a spot i have to take it it's a no-brainer and they just made a regional two the year before and i mean i who doesn't like to win or yep. a successful program. And it's kind of hard to say no to.
1: God, I it's just cool for so many reasons, because I was just about to say that last part of Illinois state is a hell of a program. Like they win. Yeah. And Jerry and I talk about that all the time. Like, I, I, I think it's mind boggling. I think Sheets said it as well. Coach Sheetinger, her where he's like, why would you go, And commit to a place a d1 that doesn't win when you could you know whether it was his school any school he was like where you could come to go to this school and just have fun winning it's the best recruiting pitch it it, 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 it's 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 you know chapman will recruit itself for the next eight to ten years because like they just win they have a history of winning we won the last couple years that we were there right but I just love to hear that you wanted to go to a school that wins because it's so much more fun. But I also want to get into the idea of, Kyle, I think it's so impressive that you're able to see the other factors that go into college baseball, right? So you're just talking about Pepperdine, right? You're talking about tuition money. And that's a huge issue with college baseball right now, especially in California, like private schools in California are absurd. Second, going into CSUN, the fact that you you knew a new staff was in and that they were going to over recruit—that's huge, right? This is the things that we talk about or try to talk about that people don't understand because they just don't have enough awareness of it. Of colleges will do that all the time, and it's not good or bad. It's just like, but it just depends on your fit. And then three, obviously, you go to Illinois State, their school that doesn't over recruit. You know, when you're there, you're there. That's, I mean, when you talk about the recruiting process and doing the little things to be successful, you are like the blueprint of it. You know exactly what you want, and and you're, did it three times. Essentially, settle for anything less. You know what I mean? And it, it's really cool to hear. Um, so, I mean, props to you, man. Like, but but let's go into Illinois State. Like, you know, it might be it might not be a school that everyone knows about, but you know, you, like you said, you guys made a regional, like you guys are good. Um, I mean, kind of give a give everyone the the best recruiting pitch you could to Illinois state.
2: So I actually committed here without visiting the campus. I knew nothing about Illinois. <laughs> like the coach called me, like he said, when are you ready to commit? And I said, I'll commit right now. Lily told him <laughs> that on the spot. Good ask coach Holm. I said, yeah, I'll commit right now. And he was like, Oh, well, congrats. Like welcome aboard. And I mean, normal Illinois is, it's like two hours south of Chicago, but yeah, two hours south of Chicago, it's what, like great town. Like the support we get here is unmatched. Like I've never felt this sense of community and like the support from the community is unmatched. Like I truly believe that. And um, the school is about 23,000, so it's big, but it's like not too big. I think it, like, for me, it's big enough. That's what I say. It's big enough to where, like, you don't see the same people every day. Mm-hmm. Like, it was at UOP or, like, there's enough people. And, I mean, I, I love it here. Like, I don't – it's <laughs> kind of hard to – it's hard to explain. Like, you got to experience it yourself. Like, you got to come out here. But, I mean, the people here were so welcoming. Like, I was the only kid from California last year. And the team was so welcoming. And – I mean, they did definitely helped me like ease in and get comfortable like with the Midwest. I mean, the only thing it's freaking cold, man. Like, <laughs> knowing right now, like, I it, that's the one like downfall is it's really cold, but I mean, you get used to it and kind of creates that grit. Like, we're a pretty gritty team and yeah. they, that kind of adds to our team for sure.
0: I do also want to point out that Illinois State is in. The Missouri Valley conference, um, which I think is a very competitive conference that doesn't get the love it deserves. I mean, we, we're, we're, talking Illinois state, Missouri state, uh, Indiana state Evansville. I mean, all of these teams, all of these teams compete every single year for regional spots, but it's in my opinion, very undervalued with the high level baseball that goes into that. Um, and I mean, I think again goes back to how competitive Illinois State is. Um, so I mean, just give us a little bit of a sense of it's a little bit unknown, but tell me how competitive it is just within just within your own team versus uh, playing at UOP and then playing at College of
2: Canyons. So I mean, this is the deepest team. Like this year is the deepest team I've ever been a part of. Like, someone could get hurt, and we're okay. Like. someone will just fill in like i've never been been a part of a team to where like everyone can start basically like everyone has the capabilities of starting and um our conference is very good like the top of our conference the top three teams two years ago not the year before the covid year all made regionals uh so Mm -hmm. us indiana state and dbu were all top 26 like or top 30 rpi teams and DBU won our conference tournament, so they got the automatic bid, but we got in from an at-large and Indiana State. And apparently Missouri State was all freshmen that year, so they're going to be good too. But, um, yeah, our conference is uh, very competitive for sure. And we're definitely a top – I'd say we're a top three mid-major conference. Like, you could throw us in there for sure.
1: Absolutely. I mean, that DBU program has been unbelievable for years. Like I'm, they, they've been putting out dudes for so long. Yeah. Um, and Missouri state, I remember watching them in a regional one year. So yeah, it, it's, it's a hell of a conference. Um. All right, Kyle. I mean, you told your story, but what, it, what advice would you give to, to young guys? I mean, you go to S back to SH, right. What do you, what are you telling that team there?
2: I mean just keep working hard like it's cliche but I mean I truly believe success is when preparation means opportunity and I feel like that is basically like what happened to me like it's I caught so many breaks and thankfully I was prepared like I was still working hard and um, don't be afraid to go to junior college too I feel like that's so overlooked like mm-hmm. junior college is such an affordable option first and You get to play right away like people don't realize how hard it is to play as a like underclassman Mm -hmm. like you know it's very difficult to do and just because like you're not going to a four-year right away like doesn't mean like you're shit like yeah basically like you can get to that level like eventually you just need time to like develop physically and mentally and get your reps in and um yeah so just basically stay prepared pretty much
1: Kyle, I got one. I got one more question for you. We talk about the level of maturity you need to. I guess you can say you're successful in the recruiting process in a different in different ways. Like the metric for success is different for everyone. But one thing I think I've I've really seen is the guys who go to a school because they love it versus the guys who go to a school because, you know, like, maybe I'll impress some other people um, kind of just from your experience of yourself, but also from what you've seen, how, how relevant do you think that idea is to the college baseball recruiting game?
2: That's very relevant. Like guys will go to schools that they don't want to, and they don't have success there because they're not all like in basically they're all not all invested. Like I've seen, yeah, I've seen guys go Guys go to schools just um, just because of the name of the school as opposed to, like, what they're being offered. Like, I know someone that went to UCSB, and they over-recruited a lot. Like, I'm pretty sure everyone knows that. But um, he went there instead of going to Long Beach, and Long Beach gave him money, like, not too long ago. And he ended up not making the team at UCSB. Like, dude, like, what are you doing? I told him, like, go to long beach. Like they're giving you money, man. Like money talks, like (laughs) Like, honestly it does. Like if they're willing to invest in you, that's big. Like people shouldn't take that for granted for sure. Like I've never really been a money guy and like, I would love to have some money. Like I play (laughs) three, like I'm one of the few guys not on any money on our team. And I feel like that's another thing. Like you could be an impact player, like without, being on scholarship like people don't realize that like just because you're not on scholarship doesn't mean you can't play like there's only 11.7 scholarships on a 35 man team so i mean you got there's 26 other guys 25 other mm-hmm. guys that make an impact and have no scholarship money whatsoever so yeah
0: yeah i absolutely love that again just goes back to uh how how clear your vision was for what, for what you wanted versus what we're kind of seeing right now um, in the, in the college recruiting um, sphere, um, which hopefully we can kind of start shifting the ball on that a little bit. But again, Kyle, this has been awesome. Uh, Like Joe said earlier, uh, you've kind of hit on all of the main points that we like to preach here. So this was, this was an awesome interview. We wish you the best of luck this coming season. Uh, Hopefully things go according to plan um in a in a a year that hasn't gone according to plan so best of luck man and thanks again so much for coming on appreciate it thanks for having me